Well, hello, Westside Family Church. It was about a year ago, which I know that seems like a hundred million years ago in what we're dealing with right now. Uh, right around Easter or Lent, I was invited over uh, to Hong Kong to help a group of over 300 churches ignite an experience called One or the One Campaign. And uh, the host pastor is uh, now a great friend of mine, is a guy named Pastor Ed, who pastors a very influential and powerful large church right in downtown Hong Kong. And uh, they are filled with a group of very loving people who are doing amazing work in their city. And uh, I wanted to invite Pastor Ed to come speak to us. So several months ago, numerous months ago, uh, we set down the date of April 19th, the first Sunday after Easter, for him to come and speak live at Westside Family Church. But as you know, COVID-19 took that away from us. But Pastor Ed and I talked and said, you know what, we're gonna move forward in faith. And so what I wanna say is, take that, COVID-19. And so in just a moment, uh, Pastor Ed is going to be delivering the message he was going to uh, give to you, a very important message about what God is, is up to in this world. But before you hear the message, I want you to meet Pastor Ed in a little Zoom call that we did together. And I think you'll fall in love with him as much as I have. Hello, Randy. Hey, Pastor Ed, how are you doing? I'm fine. And yourself? Oh, man, I'm doing okay. What an interesting world we live in, right? It is. It is. Well, it's been a year since I've seen you. It's great to see your face. I so, yeah. I so wish you could be here uh, live with us, for sure. Yes. So, and we are connected, and it's wonderful. Oh, it's really wonderful. It is. So uh, tell me how you're, how you're doing, how you and the family and uh, everyone's doing. We're doing fine here. Uh, the children, they came back to be with us. Uh, as you know, they were both in the UK. Yes, that's so right. It's very cool that we have extended time together. Yeah. And it may drag on into the end of the year before they can return to the UK. Oh, wow. So, to the, to the so, end of the year? Oh, yeah, possibly. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Well, well, give me a little bit of update on, you know, because everything here is peaking out with the coronavirus. So, you know, it kind of got started in China and I've never really quite understood the connection, you know, with Hong Kong. So, you know, how is how has that gone? I mean, our people are going to be watching this and, you know, they don't know a lot of people from Hong Kong and China. So uh, it would be great for you to tell us what's life been like over the last couple months and where's things at now? I think in Hong Kong, we, we started making uh, the adjustments uh, since January. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and in the church, we were getting ready and uh, we make a lot of changes. We kept our services going until the second wave uh, of COVID-19, where the returnees from overseas came back uh, three weeks ago. And that was when we finally felt, uh, you know, maybe we should go online completely. Yeah. So which we did the last three weeks. Hey, well, listen. I want to. Um, I want to thank you for inviting me over last year. Uh, we just had a really uh, wonderful time, and uh, we're just now introducing our congregation to something. I told them about it when I came back, and uh, but I kind of wanted to have you tell us a little bit about uh, one. Uh, and you're now on your second year of doing it. You know, just kind of a from your point of view, what it is and and why it's so important. 
I think initially uh, when the vision was presented, it was more a Bible focused mm -hmm. initiative mm -hmm. where we want people to hear the word of God, mm -hmm. to listen to the word of God. And, and, and of course, eventually to read the word of God for themselves yeah. and, and finally to apply the word of God in their lives. Now, uh, but very quickly, we begin to realize that the whole concept of one is more than just a scripture reading initiative. Mm. Uh, or Bible initiative, it is really uh, to bring unity with the yeah. people of God. Yeah. So we came with the phrase, there is only one church in Hong Kong. Yeah. And that kind of got you thinking, there is only one church. Yeah. We may have many denominations, but there is only one church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah. I think that is so true. And, and, and that is something that we are living that out now. Now with this year, with COVID-19, something that no one would even imagine that would ever happen. We begin to see that, well, we have we have now removed the walls in the church. We're literally being forced out of the church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The church is being forced out of the building. Yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter how big the church is or what you do in terms of your program, your activities. Really, the church is the people now, yeah. not the building. Yeah. And the church is not just on Sunday; it is every day. You talk about the Book of Acts, and and that is so true. Yeah. And, and that reinforced that the, the, the one vision is really timely. Yeah. We began with the timeless word of God. It yeah. has become something so timely. Yeah. Yeah. And with the, with the coronavirus, uh, the way you guys have structured the one campaign, the virus can't stop it. Really? Oh yeah. And and so uh, I, I don't know how, how I don't know how excited you are, but you know, for Lent 2021 or the 40 days leading up to Easter 2021, you know, we're planning on doing the same thing that you guys have been doing now for two years. And so uh, what, what would be your word to the people here uh, in terms of why that's, this is important? I, I think simply right now uh, where we are supposed to be present physically, but we cannot, but we're doing this. I think this is really God's plan and his will. Yeah. It's just to demonstrate to us, not just telling us, but to demonstrate to us that we can be together and we are together. Yeah. Uh, we may not be physically together, but even when we are not physically present together, we are spiritually and of course through technology yeah. online, we are connected. Yeah. And and the virus have taught us this one lesson, uh, that even the virus have gone global. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Within weeks. Within weeks. Within weeks. Yeah. And and possibly even within days, we did not realize it. Yeah. Uh, the gospel is global, must yeah. be global. Yeah. And our mindset, our leadership, our church, not only our vision, but our mindset must be a global one. Yeah, so really then, uh, Ed, the, the idea that there's one church in Hong Kong, and we're saying there's just one church in Kansas City, uh, and when you put those two together, there's just one church. That is one church. Jesus. Yeah. And, and and even though I may not be able to attend your church physically, yeah. like all of you here right now, mm -hmm. but still we are in one church. And we used to think with an old mindset, I can only attend your church when I'm physically present. Right. But online I'm present. Yeah. It's unfortunate that the speaker cannot see the audience. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. The preacher. Yeah. But still we are one church. We are one, one church. One global church. Before we go. I want to know, uh, is there any way that the Church of Kansas City uh, can pray for the Church of Hong Kong or for uh, International Christian Assembly 
in uh, any way, anything particular that you can think of? Uh, in our context, uh, like most part of the world, uh, but Hong Kong uniquely, uh, we have the protests happening yeah. like 10 months ago. Yeah. So it has been a very long journey for Hong Kong yeah. and the churches. Uh, our churches, at some of the weeks, we have actually closed some of our services because of the protests wow. uh, last year. Mm. So, uh, so it didn't happen just three weeks ago with the coronavirus. I mean, it's, no. it's been a yeah. long journey, which we've been following here in the United States. Yeah, and of course, in some way, I think uh, the pandemic has in some way united yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> united the people. I know. Now we know the real enemy is the virus and not people. That's exactly not right. Politics. And it gets it, yeah, it gets it off of, uh, it gets the focus off of the protest and mm -hmm. onto something maybe a little bit more yeah. deep and spiritual. And, 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 and do pray for the churches in Hong Kong, uh, whether big or small, have been impacted in every way that you can imagine. Yeah. Not only three months ago or three weeks ago, but we're talking about possibly even 10 to 12 months yeah. uh, before this. Yeah, and 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 my heart is is very burdened for our churches in Hong Kong, and and that we must continue to pray for them to be strong and to fix their eyes on Jesus. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Well, thank you so much, uh, Pastor, uh, and uh, for what you are doing in Hong Kong, what you're doing to ignite um, the gospel here in. Uh, Kansas and Missouri, which I know has a special place in your heart. Uh, you come here frequently uh, to uh, Springfield, Missouri, uh, and uh, and so we're looking forward to when this thing breaks for us coming back to Hong Kong again. Uh, but first, you need to come uh, to Kansas City, and we're going to show you a really amazing time like you showed Roseanne and I when we were there. Thank you, Pastor Randy. Thank you. God bless you. Hi, Westside Family Church. I'm so pleased and so excited to be with you here online on your regular Sunday worship service. And also, thank you so much, Pastor Randy, for this invitation. It is such a privilege to be a part of your church here today. Our message today is entitled, The Power of One. I'd like to begin with a story. One day, Joe asked God, God, how much is one penny worth in heaven? God replied, it is one million dollar. And Joe continued to ask God, how long is one second in heaven? And God replied, it is one million years in heaven. Joe asked God, can you give me one penny? God said, yes, sure. Please wait for a second. Today, our question is not how much is one penny or how long is one second? But what happens when we become one people, when we become one church, the church of Jesus Christ? What happens in heaven when you and I become one? I want us to turn to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 18. I'll be only reading two verses for today. In verse 19, uh, Jesus said, Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. In verse 20, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. 
My friends, did you notice in verse 19 when Jesus said, if two of you agree where on earth about anything, they ask something happens where in heaven, it will be done by my father in heaven. You see, our agreement here on earth is the link to the invisible world. The visible world linked to the invisible world when we agree, not when we asked. <laughs> yes, our agreement here on earth brings alignment with heaven. Our agreement on earth brings about God's provision from heaven to earth. It is powerful. Yes, if two of us agree, if only two, the power of prayer is not only released but realized when we agree and then when we ask. Now, asking to me, I describe as something that is external. It deals with our action. It is a petition. It is something that man can see. It is having the same mind, having one mind. But my definition of agreeing is that it is something internal. It deals with our attitude, not only our action. It is not just something that man sees, but it is something that God hears, that He hears us when we pray and when we pray in agreement. It is having the same heart, not only the same mind. So therefore, I like to define agreement as to sound together. It is to harmonize together, while to ask is to stand together as if it is to synchronize together. You see, God hears us when we pray, not only when He sees us praying. Okay? But today, some of us may be asking, well, Ed, we usually think of heaven and earth as separated by space and time. And here, in your message, you are saying that heaven and earth aligns together. They become one. Now, you see, there is this misunderstanding concerning heaven. We think of heaven only in terms of space. You see, heaven is not just up there while earth is down here. In Jesus, Jesus is the embodiment of heaven and earth. Heaven is not merely there, but heaven is also here. Now, there is also this misunderstanding concerning heaven when we think of it in terms of time only. We think of earth as now and heaven is something that is later. Now, in Jesus, heaven is not merely the future, but also the present, just like earth. Now, 2,000 years ago, Jesus came and he came with a message. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is here. Jesus brought heaven on earth. And in the same way, Jesus taught us to pray the Lord's Prayer. You're familiar with this. Our Father who are in heaven, holy be your name. Your kingdom come from heaven. Your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. You see, Jesus not only promises us eternal life, but also abundant life. Therefore, I like to define salvation as both the present and the future. 
abundant life, also eternal life. And therefore, salvation is not only me in heaven one day, but heaven in me today. I hope this makes sense to us. Now, in the Lord's Prayer, heaven is the invisible and spiritual kingdom which is awaiting for us, who is in the physical and the visible realm, to not only recognize its existence, but to also receive its existence. Now, great things can happen when we are in agreement, when we become one. Great things happen when we agree and then when we ask. This is because there is a authority, a spiritual authority from heaven, which is only expressed and realized when we come in unity. And therefore, that phrase, that word, Amen, is so powerful. It is not just something that we say religiously, but it is something that we say when we really mean it, really in our heart. It comes with authority. We're saying, yes, let it be so that my spirit agree with the word of God. Amen. The second thought I'd like to share with us in this message, the power of one, it is found in the next verse, in verse 20. For where two or three are gathered in my name, Jesus said, there am I among them. Now, where two are gathered together, God is there. He is present. Now, let me ask, where is God? Yes, it is true that God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. But you see, the question when I asked, where is God? I, I really meant, where is God at work? Where is He most active, actively at work? The scripture here tells us that God is at work when we are gathered together. Not only when we are gathered together, but where we are gathered together. Today, wherever you are right now, with the people that you are gathering together, where two of you, at least two of you come together, He is there and He is there at work. Today, we want to highlight an element of worship that cannot be experienced in private alone, but only experience when we come together, together with our brothers and sisters. This is something that God had given to us and it only happens when we meet together. You see, there is one important distinction between public worship, corporate worship, from private or personal worship. In private worship, our daily devotional time that we spend alone with God, we basically lead ourselves into God's presence. This is a time where we decide what Bible passage to read, how long to pray, what to pray, um, what songs to sing and to worship God, where we want to do it. And this is a time where we lead ourselves into God's presence. But in corporate worship, in the gathering of worship like this, today, wherever you are and even online, it is where we lead God's presence to us. It is where we bring His presence to us. In private worship, we bring our presence, we bring ourselves into God's presence, but in public 
corporate worship like today on a Sunday, we bring the presence of God to us, each one of us. From Monday to Saturday, we bring ourselves into God's presence. On Sunday, we bring God's presence to the corporate worship like this. All right? So in corporate worship, the presence of God becomes tangible and at work. Unity attracts God's presence. Yes. In the book of Psalms 133, Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion, where there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. The Father in heaven is so pleased and we invite His presence. He wants to come. He is so attracted when His children are in unity. When they come together, He comes to be with them. Let me close with this. You see, in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32 and verse 30, Moses said this to the people of Israel, One of you shall chase a thousand, but two of you shall chase 10,000. Did you notice that there is something strange? There is a strange ratio in this verse, in this passage. If it was straight aromatic, we would say one should chase a thousand, two should chase 2,000, right? But here, the Bible, Moses here, introduces to us something powerful, a, a, a principle that is not earthly, but spiritual, that is divine. He says, when two comes together, there is a geometric increase. They shall chase 10,000. I've always wondered this for a very long time. Something that is logical. How does this make sense? And finally, it dawned on me. When two comes together, God is there, right? Where two comes together, God is there. Then we have three persons. That one person still chase 1,000, the second person still chase 2,000, but the third person, God himself, he chased 8,000 to flight. God is at work. We could still be doing the same amount of work, still put the same amount of time doing the ministry and doing the things that we would do, but when we come together, when two persons come together in agreement, when two churches come together in agreement, when two cities come together in agreement, when two nations come together in agreement, God is present with them and God is at work for them, not only with them, but on behalf of them. He is at work actively. And this is our prayer. The power of one, the one campaign, is going to bring not only ICA and Westside Family Church together, not only it's going to bring Kansas City and the city of Hong Kong, not only going to bring two nations together, but it's going to bring so many more. Everywhere from all the corners of the earth. And we are going to see God at work. We are going to see the Spirit of God come.
We are going to see earth more like heaven, the prayer of Jesus. We are going to see the will of our Father done here and executed here on earth. Praise God. I am excited today and I want to pray for us. We've been praying for each other. I know. In this time of the pandemic that is happening around the world, some of us have been waiting. Some of us have been watching. Others, you are wrestling because it's disrupting and affecting all the areas of your life. Some of us, we have loved ones that are infected and you are wailing. Today, I pray that all of us would be worshipping Him. That we know that because when we come together as one and there is a power of agreement that comes with it, and when we ask, we need not be fearful because our God is still faithful. That today, suddenly, when God begins to release heaven on earth, we begin to see our earthly disappointments have become a heavenly appointment. We begin to see the problems in this world and we see past beyond our problems and we look into the Word of God. We see His promises that our obstacles have become our opportunities. That truly today is a new day and it comes with a new way of living. Let us draw close to Him. I want to pray for you and pray for our cities and for, this, for our world that God will reveal Jesus to a lost world because Jesus is the only hope and there is no one else and nothing else. Today, people are most hungry for the spiritual and they are ever ready for the supernatural. Let us pray. Father, today, I thank you that we are connected like this and your presence is here with us. And just as your word had promised, when two come together, and when two agree, there heaven begins to release your provision and the presence of God is here at work. Whatever needs that may be present here in every home, we pray, Father, you who, who is a loving God, that you are good and gracious and you are great, that you meet every need. Today we preach, we, we share that that, that the word that is being preached will be released to this lost world, that Jesus, Jesus is truly the hope of every nation. We bless uh, our Westside Family Church. We, we bless the leadership of Pastor Randy, that today that you will use this church to bring hope and healing in their city and their nation. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. The message you just heard from Pastor Ed, the power of one, is a very, very important message for all times, but particularly for what God is wanting to do in His church right now. And uh, one matters to God, and therefore the concept of one church matters to Westside Family Church. So I want to answer the question, you're going to hear it a lot in the future, what exactly is one uh, 2020 one? Uh, what it is is 300 churches coming together, over 300 churches in Hong Kong coming together, uniting with over 300 churches in Kansas City for this experience, the six-week experience leading up to Easter 2021. And each of these 300 churches is going to teach on Sunday, on the weekends, through the Gospel of Mark together. Can you imagine that? 
all on one page together in God's Word. And then we're going to create in uh, each city 3,000 watching groups, small groups formed in neighborhoods and businesses where people come together to listen word for word through the Gospel of Mark while watching a beautiful film on the life of Jesus. It's just spectacular. 3,000 watching groups made up of people who are, who are in the church and people who are far from God that are interested in Jesus. So 300 churches, 3,000 watching groups, and then in each city, 300,000 people who are listening to Matthew, Luke, and John for 40 days leading up to Easter 2021. Just 10 minutes a day, and you can walk through Matthew, Luke, and John. It's not just people in the church, but an invitation of Westsiders and the 300 churches in Kansas City to invite other people over this 40-day period to listen to the life of Jesus. 40 days, six weeks, all focused on the life of Jesus as the one church of Hong Kong, the one church in Kansas City, come together to be the one church in the world. There's nothing more exciting than that. But now listen to this. The resources that we are using are in 1,500 languages. And so not only can we have it in Cantonese and Mandarin, but we can also have it in the 65 languages that are spoken just in the schools of Kansas City, just in the schools. Do you have any idea what the third most spoken language is in the homes of Kansas City? I bet you can't guess it. Here it is, Somali. Yeah, we can't go to many of these places in the world, right? But God has brought the world to our city, and we're going to be able to offer this experience up, not only to English speakers, but to all of these 65-plus different languages where they can hear the Word of God. They can hear of the life of Jesus in their own heart language. And here's the deal. It doesn't really matter if COVID-19 or any other virus or any other thing shows itself up in Easter of 2021 because all of this is digital and all of it is free. So this thing is moving forward regardless. So we're telling you this uh, a year in advance for a very important reason. And that reason is this. We want an experience of this size to be completely covered in prayer. At Westside, we believe in the power of prayer. So today, we are initiating a year in advance, a prayer initiative for 24-7 prayer. Uh, we want to uh, get, uh, listen to this, 31 churches who will commit to taking one day a month for the next year to pray not only for the one campaign, but for the coronavirus and for revival and for our city. And uh, so this is what we're wanting people to sign up for, and we're wanting you at Westside to join in on this. So I'm going to invite you today. Please, please, please check this out. I'm going to invite you to go to westsidefamily.church/kcpraise, and there on that page you will find an opportunity to sign up. Now Westside has taken the first day of every month. And so when you sign up, you'll indicate that you're from Westside and you'll be signing up for a 30 to 60 minute segment once a month on the first day of the month to pray. And I know some of you are thinking, well, I don't know how to pray for 30 minutes. I get that. I know that. And we'll probably have multiple people signed up, which is what we want. But you'll be given prayer prompts on how to actually pray for this initiative. So church, uh, something of this size we need to have a year in advance of praying. We are believing God that He's going to be doing something very special and very big in our city, and we need to seek 
his face. So I just think this is one of the most exciting things. And here's the deal, is that when God is for us, who can be against us? We are more than conquerors. Amen? So go to westsidefamily.church slash kcpraise and sign up for this amazing experience. You do not want to miss participating in this. Looking forward to being with you again next week. We have an exciting service planned. And now I want to leave you with this closing blessing and benediction. Now, stay right where you're at in peace. Hold on to what is good. Honor all people. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering and share the gospel, all while at the same time practicing social distancing. Love and serve the Lord in the power of the Holy Spirit. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. God bless you, church. Thank you.